Have you ever had a, a bowel movement so angry that it makes you question like the afterlife and like spiritual your spirituality? Screw you guys. You know what makes me angry? Cannibalistic clowns that rape you before they eat you. That makes me angry. Hey everyone, this is Joe from Thunk Tank Podcast, and welcome to our latest episode all about anger. And if you don't like it, you can go to hell. No, I'm 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 not serious. I'm very bad at pretending to be angry, but it is an interesting emotion to examine and to talk about. So that's really what we try to do in this episode. We have a little fun with it, but we we get in really deep in terms of, you know, what's the value of anger? What's the point? What's the purpose? Where is it warranted? Where is it not warranted? You know, just as many philosophical as well as practical questions in terms of what exactly is anger and what is its value or what is its worth? So uh, some really interesting conversations, some great craft beer. I think you'll have a really great time with it. And yeah, check out our new website. We are now at thunktankpodcast.com. We have a real.com. It's very exciting. And uh, we have the blog there, as well as a lot going on on YouTube as well. We're doing a lot of videos, clips, and extra projects on YouTube. So check us out there. You can access that through either our Podbean page or just our main website at, again, thunktankpodcast.com. That's thunk with a U. So anyways, thanks for listening, and we will see you in the tank. You better be there. Um, I'm not really mad, but I, I will be if you leave. Whatever. Enjoy. Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. To, come into our. Come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch <laughs> to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking and we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. the line you just said something about anyways we're going you're gonna say it and you're gonna say it again and you're gonna enjoy it i've been um, seething in anger all day uh, in anticipation i'm so angry you're gonna you're gonna get it done sir i've been i'm really bad at pretending to be angry <laughs> what i'm more of a rageful simmer like constantly yeah generally like the whole <laughs> mm-hmm Nice. So but, like, with, but with higher blood, you're pressure. simmering, and all it takes is the smallest little thing for you to turn into a kitchen fire. Yeah, but I think it's pronounced cinnamon. Simmering, simmering. Um, all right. Just so I had kind of fun today when we decided the topic, and then we said anger because I got to like drive around all day and just go <laughs> give it to your anger. I sort of let into the angry side of my mind a little more in order to Luke. kind of think of funny. Do it. The funny ways that being angry makes you see the world. Because, like, let's be honest, anger is obviously really awful and toxic, and we'll get into all that probably. Yeah. But it also had is the birth so of a lot angry, of comedy. It, have you ever had it like a, a, a bowel movement so angry that, well, first of all, so powerful that you attribute <laughs> emotions to it, like anger? Like the way it came pain. out of you was with anger? 
It, 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 yeah, it's it's life force was that of anger. But have you ever had a, a bowel movement so angry that it makes you question like the afterlife and like spiritual your spirituality? No, it made so, me question if I should eat like the thing I ate again. Or yeah, I, I, I never it, questioned like spirituality. Yeah, from I, it a makes bowel me movement. question if I should go back to that Indian place. Dude, oh, so speaking of Indian food, fabric wait, this is not an Indian food episode. <laughs> I mean, that's the, old, that's the alternative. <laughs> what did that make you angry? I mean, in a way, it made me puzzled. Like. Um, I had an Indian food buffet before um, a concert, oh, an orchestra God. concert, so like a rehearsal from two to five, and then a break from five to like yeah. eight. The concert started at eight, and the fir- I was on the first piece, um, and so I went to an Indian buffet dinner, got back to the school, got in my tuxedo, and I was like, you know when like you know in ten minutes shit's going down, literally, literally. Yeah, um, I was like, um, huh. And it wasn't even like I could deal with it in that exact moment. It was seven mm-hmm. thirty or so. Yeah, I was like, I will have to deal with this kind of thing. Yeah, but I can't deal with it on stage, right? That's the last place you're gonna want to deal. So with I it. was dealing with it Depends at like seven fifty five. I'm like frantically wiping, being like, Oh my god, I gotta get out there! Like, oh my god, please let this be the one event. No more, no but, more. But could you imagine if you walked out and you just had like you finished the concert and then you realized that you were just in view of the crowd with your foot with just like. Toilet six paper. feet of toilet paper dragging behind dude so like i don't get angry in that kind of situation i just get like frantic just like puzzled and like I, I i can't control it so i can't get angry i tend to get angry at people and their stupidity that's the thing that that i can't um seem to yeah. control it all the time otherwise i kind of know um this quote i was going to open the podcast with it's anonymous but it goes like this some days you're the pigeon some days you're the statue what? I don't like that quote. <laughs> I mean, some there's days so, you're shitting so on many, people, and you might not so even know it, and ver- other oh, days no. you're getting shat on. There's so many better versions of that same quote. What's the some southern version the, of that? Because that sounds like the, the southern version of that. Some days you're the dog, others you're the hydrant. You know, some uh, days you're... Uh, I feel like it's worse to get pooped on than pee No, on. I like I like the dog version, though, because people are more like dogs. Like, you always hear people yeah. say, like, oh, that guy's and, like, and, so he acts like a dog or, like, you know, whoever acts like a dog. Prisons, you don't hear people like, he's acting like a pigeon. The relationship is a little more Damn symbiotic. Pigeons. Yeah. You know, the statue gives the pigeon a place to hang out on top of a poop perch. All right, so let's not, don't let's like not pick it up. No. No, I'm picking it apart, all right? Um, I was told to get angry this cast. <laughs> Don't tell me when to get angry. Only the Sith deals in absolutes, Johnny. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> well, oh, who said that? that the same Jedi that asshole? <laughs> the same Jedi asshole who said do or do not, there is no try? Sounds real fucking absolute, yeah, and all that, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Self-contradictory. I, I have my own issues with isn't the, that with the, the whole failing point? Jedi order. Isn't that the whole point of that Eastern philosophy shit? It is self-contradictory, and then you have to be like, oh, my God, the contradiction. Yeah. Fine, blows. So, uh, Eastern philosophy <laughs> listeners, uh, tweet us about how accurate No, no, I'm going to defend most of I believe uh, you. Eastern philosophy in terms no, my, of how it problems are with deals Yoda. with anger. With yogurt? Yoda, Yoda specifically. He's not a real philosopher. He's a Muppet on a, from so, a movie. So you think he's an a scam. Film, but. He's a charlatan. Um. Yeah. I mean, he, he's. I trust his philosophies more than Joel Olstein. That guy. I love what Bill Burr says about. Him. He's like, you see him. He closes his eyes because he just. He's like, he can't handle actually looking people in the eye when he's lying to that man. <laughs> are they? St- I feel Jesus. He wants you to give me his money. Are you still? Are they still there? That's like, hilarious. I haven't seen that. Bill bit. Burr does a whole thing on Joel Olstein, but the guy. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to open his eyes and and realize to himself what he's doing. Let's say. 
That's interesting. Or yeah, and that's he, the yeah. version if he's lying. I don't know about Joel Epstein. Like he, Epstein, he he might be Olstein. like a totally genuine whatever, but he might be a complete liar too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that I mean, about everybody, right? No, there are people like the- that are 50-50 for me. <laughs> I'm going to say you're like 90-10. Yeah, that's fair. Johnny's like 95-5. <laughs> but do you remember when he wouldn't let the poor people in his uh, his mega church because of the carpets or something? They just had new carpets and after oh, the Houston yeah. hurricane. He has a mega the church. The least like he's made millions spiritually of spiritually enlightened of thing you could possibly do. And the one time they asked for something back besides rhetoric, like physical help, he was like, no, I don't think so. Oh, we have flooding in the basement. We can't. It's like, isn't it a giant amphitheater? Like, everyone's basement is flooded. That's why we're here. Dude, Noah's Ark, bro. he's an ass. Do you even know his Ark, bro? He didn't even have advice. He was just like, I'm going to stay home. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm not coming into work today. Before we feed our anger, y'all want to... Whoa. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) You all want to um, announce what beer is in store for us this episode? Yeah, give me one of those. Sure, let's, let's I'll get, get our. Right on I mean, I I already. Do. I said, uh, give me one of the beers. Pre-gamed with a Dale's. I feel like when I I feel like when I try to get angry, it's like that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry. Every time he tries to get angry, it's, they're just like, no, your voice just kind of rises to comedic pitch. <laughs> yeah, you never really yell; it just rises. Nice. It's kind of a funny pitch. Yeah, uh, I'm drinking a collab beer from Casita Cerveceria. Great, great and brewery. Resident Culture, two great breweries. Uh, and it's an imperial triple, or oh, it's a triple IPA. Nice. Uh, hazy IPA called High Fives and Good Vibes. So we'll get this out of the way fast and we can get into, uh, you know, vitriol. And, yeah, I got, and some, I got a clip rage. to play for us. Can I play the clip? Yeah, let's Let me let's pour play the, the beer because I have to. Um, so we're drinking, Joe. Tell the fine folks. So we have a, a lovely um, beer here today from Sand City. I believe it's pronounced Mofosaic. Um, really nice, really bright, uh, fruit made with mosaic hops. Yeah, I love those mosaic hops. They really pop, and uh, I would say, oh, you haven't tried this one yet, but I've had it in the past. But it, anyways, pretty, we picked these up from San City today. Yeah, I haven't I'm been there. Really, in like, I'm really enjoying all the mosaic puns. I yeah. just saw one in the store the other day that was Mosid. Mose, <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Mosid. Yeah. You fucking piece of shit. It was mosaic phrodisiac. And I was like, that's oh. a really hard Ooh. one to say. It's a big oh, stretch, but. Ooh. Um, that's that's really cruel to make drunk people try to order that. Well, someone was just telling me today mm. about an that's energy drink that he would sell sp- specifically in low end strip clubs. It's pronounced specifically. And it was called something like that, like some ass or. Um, <laughs> it's just so people would come up and order and be like, can I get some ass with my, my vodka? Ha ha. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, it's supposed that to be. must uh, get really old really quick, like working that behind that bar. Hey, can I get some more ass? And it's like, just tip me and leave, please. Yeah. Uh, so we're drinking this Sand City and we have a few others. We always put them in the uh, episode notes. Like we'll just like list the beers we remember having, not necessarily. And our custom one. beer fridge of which you can order a copy on our website. <laughs> I'm just trying to hype us up a little more. <laughs> we, we never plug merch our merchandise. Custom beer fridge. You know what it is? It's a regular <laughs> mini fridge you'd see in a dorm. But we uh, we just got some Red Rider BB guns and got wasted and tried to shoot our logo in the side. <laughs> Didn't work. So it's just a dented mini yeah. fridge. But it costs about 30% more than a regular mini fridge. Yeah, so. and you, you can buy it online anytime. Like sharing. We should do a whole episode of just bad <laughs> product ideas. That'd be that would be great if somebody like then complained. Like a, a a wheelable like we're, we're a wheelable toaster oven. It's like yeah. a toaster oven on wheels, and you're like for that 
weird time where I have to dude, shift it slightly. Dude, weird <laughs> weird people would buy that. They would buy How about it for a like fry as, cooker as like that couple floats on the shit, water. You know? So you could go to the beach and you could take the hot oil-filled <laughs> fry cooker out into the water. <laughs> no splashing. It's like, how do you not even guard against the easiest poke at making that idea not work? <laughs> oh, there's a waiver. <laughs> you so, have to sign uh, a waiver just to watch the commercial. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> Here's my general take on anger, and maybe I'll read some of these cool Buddhist. Hey, Luke, why don't you tell us it? how you feel about anger? Because yeah. that's what we were waiting for. <laughs> yeah, Luke, screw you, you and your anger. I, I was wondering if you could, uh, uh, yeah, uh, very, uh, what's the word, clumsily <laughs> and haphazardly steer the conversation towards where you want. So, how about anger? <laughs> it's otherwise known as the topic of the episode, but yeah. And also, let me share Buddhist quotes. No, you tell us some some quotes. No, I was going to start with a story that I wrote down in my phone. I have like a notes app, and I just it's it's kind of like a journal ish, but it's just whenever I have an idea that I want to write down. And one time it was a Sunday morning, and me and my girlfriend had gone to the gym. I did like a hard workout, and then on the way back, it was like, oh shit, look at the time quick let's find some food i have to get you to your house and then i have to go home and shower and change to none teach. of it was these like, details are, all, are important i'm, I'm trying to build the angry. build the tension of what can, the can situation you, can you was. imagine when luke's 85 <laughs> you're building the tension in my body as i get angry that's the, the point that's the point that's story. the point because the tension was building in in my body too right like that that feeling of like i'm i'm already late we're trying to get but food i'm not you're not putting me in the situation with you i'm angry at you telling this bad story oh yeah i'm, I'm just trying to get anger to no, develop in any no, jo- form jo- i can johnny johnny's johnny's spot on because you're identifying telling versus showing which is the first rule of what not to do in storytelling thank you in Joe. any case Joe knows how to <laughs> no just explain better. what happened no get, yeah get, i want juicy details i want you to go deeper <laughs> just narrate in any case we hit these like rough railroad tracks Here you and go. whatever food yeah. we had purchased spilled all over the car splattered use stronger oh, no. someone's like honking at me from behind and like there was slamming just this, on their like, car horn it was like the Ugh. three hurricanes um colliding during the perfect storm yeah. in that like second right like so i just like blinkered off and like pulled to the side of the road and like i thought to myself you know in a normal day i probably would have gotten insanely angry in that moment but i had just come from the gym and i kind of just giggled and said well oh, yeah. at least i'm not also a fat lazy piece of shit you know like i just moved my body around at the gym and like you know, all I did was spill food. So I sort of just like, because I had pushed my body and been in a workout mode, you know, that, that post gym high, nothing can touch you almost. Yeah. You were able, you were able to channel your rage from being angry to hating fat people. It sounds like you just said. No, I mean, (laughs) I mean, sure. Some of them, um, so Luke channels his rage at his own <laughs> impotence of navigating the modern world by <laughs> putting yourself on a bit higher pedestal than those less physically desirable than I guess I guess Wow, the, that was a very psychological way of saying I, what if, I did. If Johnny's but. gonna do like a Carl Jungian <laughs> well like psychological analysis on me, um a way to try to defend yourself. I'll throw. A, I'll throw out a guy's name. That'll that'll make it harder. For I was gonna to go Freudian, but that seemed too obvious. So I was going like, you know, making the joke. I just read a Freud quote that made me angry. Actually, can I share that? You have it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, 
civilization began the first time a man cast a word instead of a stone in anger or something really dumb. It's just stupid to think. I mean, that, it, like, it's one of those quotes that sounds good, but it's I, like, no, it didn't. But I don't. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah, think also, it's not true, and it doesn't mean it. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, he what he's trying to say is the the moment that human beings figured out that they could solve problems through conversation, not violence. That that that's the building the 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 foundation of civilization. I get what he's saying. It's just not yeah. true. Like the first one wasn't like the. But I don't even know if that's true psychologically because it's not like they started building civilization. And it's not like we're done with violence and it's not like... So, yeah, because it's like the tribe is, ha, was always able also, to it's negotiate like, amongst itself. It's the problem I was gonna say that, yeah. negotiating with the outsiders, which the rise of civilization only made worse. And also it's it's not like other species haven't learned to negotiate. Right? That's that, true too, Like yeah. reciprocal and, and much, action and much is better like very, than we have goes back. In some I don't know. I think I'll get a better price on a truck than a dolphin would. Uh, yeah, that, no, no, that's, but like, that's, um, um, among the own, yeah, Johnny, obviously we can't talk to dolphins and monkeys. Wait, well, you know, you? you guys, you make these claims and you can't back up your arguments at all. What are you talking about? Like, I know it's tough. Like when I have an issue with the cable company, you have to spend a couple hours on the phone with them dealing with it. What issue? I still think when? I'm doing yeah, better than a toucan about? would. What? What? I just, I have no idea what you're talking about. He I'm, keeps switching animals to keep us off guard yeah. too. Are you trying to make us angry? I'm just confused. <laughs> I got yeah. I was trying to confuse you. I got lost in my own metaphor. What are we talking about? We'll, right. pro- we'll probably listen, to Johnny. It what's your def- like, Oh, those are all the rails that we fell off. Rail slips. We uh, we called them by slips. their legally correct name. Yes, for the emperor. <laughs> Johnny, what's your definition of anger? My definition, yeah, yeah. Just based on nothing. Based on your, no, but, yeah, your, but, I've been a, you've been a human for 29 years. Yeah. You, um, I would say, it, wait, wow, way to dox my age. That wasn't cool, Luke. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be uh, an I guess it would maybe be people perform injustices like that on a public stage against people like you just did. Well, <laughs> J- Johnny, you know, most listeners think you're like wildly older than that. Like everybody I talk to thinks they're like, oh, yeah. So your brother the is, older is the other podcast. Yeah, podcast guy. And they're like, yeah, so I didn't know that you had an older brother. I'm like, I don't. And then they they say, wait, what? I thought Johnny was like 40. I mean, mileage-wise, I'm older. <laughs> I just <laughs> but, think uh, it's because you sound so wise. You're a newer model oh, airplane, sure. but they really use yeah. you. Because you, you speak <laughs> like when you get into genie mode, that's the conviction of you know an overweight, middle-aged American who's just well, thank set, you, set in place. You know, I'm like, on my way to that. In fact, yeah, if, they're, if they're, I know a lot of Long Islanders who are not going to change. If if you've never heard our uh, drunk tank episodes, I changed the intro, our intro, to be like a trippy, weird version. And they don't care, Luke. They're this far in the episode. They know. They heard it. (laughs) Huh? They're listening. We're 15 minutes in. They've heard our drunk tank intro. I said drunk drunk tank. tank, I I made a. Oh, is this a drunk tank? No, this is an episode. (laughs) I thought this was an episode too. (laughs) That's hilarious. Maybe I should be a little more composed. I thought this would be behind a paywall. (laughs) Why, <laughs> Johnny, you didn't Oops. know that this was an episode? I mean, whatever. So what I think of as anger... <laughs> this is all uh, staying intellectually in. Oh, this is all gone. We always air this. We always show all of it. Oh, yeah, there's no editing. Uh, no, answer your question, though. Anger, I think, is when you have an emotional response where, uh, as, a, as, a re- as a reaction rather than a response. Yeah, but can't, can, do you think it can be both, too? Like... It can, because I mean, it's hard to say, because it's it's yeah. it's a valid human emotion, but it, like, there's righteous anger, right? You know, yeah. There's but there's also misplaced anger. There's passive. There's aggression. There's passive aggression, which right. is shitty in its own way, and there's a lot of anger rooted behind that. So so it's 
it's really hard. What does it mean to me? I'm an idiot. I, I don't. I'm not a linguist or psychologist. So I, I think I know um, what it means to you. If but I for play me in my clip. life, it's when I have an emotional. Yeah, response I think Joe's got this one for you. Johnny. I would rather not have an emotional. Yeah, Johnny, response. tell me if this sums up. Uh, this so this is by a great um, psychologist. He's been around. I forget his name, but he's been around for like twenty something years now. Like very popular. Maybe you'll so recognize. Yeah, it's you pronounce cyclist. You, you might. You might. Rec- you might recognize him. Tell me if you recognize. him. Oh my God! Is it Kermit? Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking <laughs> snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody, strap in. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's anger. Is is that that is a great example of it's when the other emotions, the other mental processes break down. Like when you, I tried, okay, like. I'm trying to get somewhere and my car st- starts to make a funny noise. Well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe I can rationalize. And then the, it just starts overheating and the engine dies. And then I'm, I'm going to have an anger, an angry reaction because I have no other recourse. Or like you, to get angry you need and to punch get, the steering yeah, wheel because yeah, I or, can't fix it. Or you need to get everybody in line to strap in because you're going to shoot the fucking window because you're tired of these snakes on this plane. Right. So, you, yeah. But yeah. you you have to make it clear that you better strap in. You can't just yell, all right, everybody strap in. I'm going to do something. You have to give the preamble about how you're done with these snakes. And then everybody's like, oh, shit, this guy's. So it's me- definitely that such a because that is what he does. Right. He shoots the window out to suck the snakes out. Yeah. To suck the snakes out. Yeah. And it's, it's OK. It worked in the movie. In the context of that, how movie, many times but- would that fuck everything up twice as much? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was at the point where it's like, I- I've had enough with trying to contain the snakes, trying to drive <laughs> the snakes back. I'm just going to risk everybody's life because I'm done with them. Either, also, either way, there's yeah. no more snakes after this point. Either they're dead, we're dead, or we're all dead. It's either also way, like, I've why did he it. get have to? He clearly had to be the responsible one on the plane. And it always sucks when you're the one that people have to lean on. You know, yeah. when there's a crisis, like when, uh, when we were upstate at a cabin, Johnny, and we had to call 911, your wife ended up being like the go to person because she has the most medical training. And we were she's all just good in those situations. She's also so very she good reacts. in emergencies. She's good at yeah. reacting. And like I'm good at just kind of freezing like a deer in headlights and being like, Ooh, something's happening. Yeah. I think I just went and made coffee downstairs. I was like, I know oh, I, just I know how to, to do at least this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh th- I'm not gonna help the situation at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was so wasted. I just sat yeah. on the bed and stared <laughs> off. I remember doing that while I heard everyone scurrying. So, so what so what I said, you I like, you knew that you weren't gonna help the add to the situation. Yeah, I was like, yeah, is there anything I could do? And I'm yeah, like, uh exactly. I guess. And I'm like, that didn't sound like enough. I'm gonna sit here. <laughs> it was early morning. I'm gonna sit here and, and mess up we worse. partied till like late, late night, meaning like three, four AM. So when you wake up to an emergency at eight AM, you're probably still drunk if you did it right. I was. Yeah, that all checks out. Really killed the weekend, too. We were supposed to have been yeah, pretty angry. Out. Everybody at 8.15 was like, well, that was a downer. I'm just going to head home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very, very angry. Really it killed it, the vibe. It killed the momentum. Yeah, yeah which was dwindling it. to begin with. It didn't take much. But I wasn't angry at that. I was just Damn. disappointed. I got to find something that makes you angry. Um, definitely one of the words that comes to mind with <laughs> anger is comedy because I think it leads to a lot of great comedy. Mm. But also... It's yeah, like, people like laughing at that. Well, no, I mean, like, for me personally, l- let's say anger is, like, um, something that I have on a leash. If I let the leash go a little looser, I think funnier things as I, like, pick people yeah, apart, you know? but Yeah, but you're a crazy person. 
Yeah. No, I think insane. we're all crazy, and I think it. The most people's anger stems from the fact that they just can't admit to themselves that they're a crazy motherfucker who has crazy motherfucking thoughts. Oh, I think a lot of anger is it, it comes from certain types of anxieties and insecurities. Why am I cursing for sure. so much? Because you're pissed off, dude. I guess I'm just angry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's it because I definitely see that in people who are either narrow-minded like the more narrow-minded you are i feel like the angrier of a person you are because you don't have the tools to make sense of things and to rationalize to make cer- a bigger picture yeah certain events or, or actions that people do it and you you see this oftentimes where i'll see people getting getting into arguments and you you just think to yourself these people are just arguing because th- that's what they do like they have nothing else to do they they're not happy with their lives almost like they're, it's their version of yeah, watching Netflix. they're not happy with their relationships their entertainment you oh, know talking about twitter well, well twitter a lot of twitter is, use it twitter, twitter is a big that. a big outlet for that i mean social media in general um i businesses make a ton of money on this right this is how yeah. art- articles get circulated on social media that are are just made to make people angry and you know pissed off so I definitely think that it's a business. Uh, people can get addicted to anger. anger like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Sure. I know people who will keep going back to their phone throughout the course of a day to like respond to a stranger on some ongoing argument. Oh God, I know. I and, yeah. to me, and it's yeah. one thing they think of it as this We've is my feed, that. this is my space. Like I, you know what I mean? I commented on something like somebody, maybe it's somebody you even know, or you know, you have that ownership feel of like I could talk about this, and then someone either comes back at you, and people engage, but. I, I just imagine like if you're walking through the mall in the food court and somebody looks at you and goes, asshole, you, go, <laughs> you know what, let me turn around and engage with that person because it's probably worth my time. You would never do that, but for some reason, if it's online, well, they are also talking about this thing I care about, so I'm going to argue with them for 30 re- re- replies. Also, the risk it's, is a lot lower, right? If you do it yeah. online, like what's going to happen? They're going to reply. In yeah. person, when you get in someone's face, yeah. you're always at the risk of physical and violence. The, the problem with social media is that on a very basic surface level, that seems like it's a or it should be a good thing, right? Because because you can say what you honestly maybe feel or how you honestly assess what somebody says because you don't have to worry about an uncomfortable situation, like an uncomfortable reaction. But what I think it actually does is it allows people to emote in ways that aren't honest and aren't genuine, right? Like reactions that, well, they, oh, they, they want to troll you. Like they want to see get a rise out of you or they know, well, nobody can come after me or can scold, you know, chide me. The anonymity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I can say things. No just, accountability. Yeah, I can say things like either to be, be a provocateur or much, much worse, just things that I haven't thought through, right? But is because that I wouldn't most... go out into the food court and declare that the world is flat, And you probably right? wouldn't even... Wouldn't even because people would be like, "You're an idiot." You wouldn't like, even shut up. say these things in a group of friends because you'd be worried right. about your reputation. Exactly, but if you say it to the whole world, you're saying it to everyone and no one. So it definitely encourages like all the bad things without, um, you know, having that like reputation worrying in you. Right? You can for, just be for, an asshole people, on an yeah. anonymous like right. Twitter handle. Yeah. That's a great but question. Is that Should why Twitter be anonymous? Are, you know, is that why mm. people are? It's a dumb question. Is that why people? I'm just going to be mean to you this whole. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think Johnny really means that. <laughs> Joe, Joe no, can tell you the I, look I on kinda, my face was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of do though, because 
uh, people. <laughs> well, you can go fuck yourself. So how about that? <laughs> it's because like Fat is that what are most people doing it? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it's happening. Yes. Are most people doing it because they think I could be a dick anonymously and I can get somebody like raging and hyperventilating in their bedroom having this argument with me? Or are most people raging and hyperventilating back and forth with each other? Is it, I feel like it's more of a this yeah, person's so wrong. I'm going to deign to answer to respond to this idiot. I think it, a lot know, of people are genuinely that angry and I feeling so that too, righteous yeah. every time they hit send on yeah, an angry especially response. And I think it's like it's, it's only, like a hamster what, thing. It's, it's like, like two, you're you're hitting the button for the treat every time somebody you get a reaction out of somebody, and right? Those hamsters and get addicted to coke. Yeah, and then so somebody fast. somebody likes your, you know, counter to them and it's this weird like uh, yeah, like anonymous public forum where you're getting points and you're getting clicks of satisfaction. It's weird. But it's not like it's not like the Roman forum where no, you can not. just stand <laughs> up and start like talking your opinion loudly and be like, I think that the rights of the so-and-so and, and like some people might gather around and like boo you or cheer you or some other guy like the crowd might push someone up there to argue against you. But like you the feedback was that sounds awesome. real people. Yeah. So it, it, it's a lot different than and just, real social signals and stuff. Where like like I yeah, said, the physical violence is more in your mind as mm, a possibility. The the number one fear is still public speaking, right? Glossophobia by far. Worse, yep, yep, yep. It's worse yeah. than the fear more of than dying. Death. Yeah, which shows you we're social animals that evolved like together. exactly. That's more but important it, to us. But we've lo- like it's such a new landscape. The social media thing. I just hate the phrase social media. It makes it sound so much fancier than it really is. It's just connecting idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like, a great name. Figure for out how to do it with banks back in the 80s. I with, wish like, I could say it was 50 50, like 50% positive effects and 50% negative effects. But I think it's something more like maybe 20% positive at most and 80% negative. Well, do you know what's crazy is that. I don't know how true this is, but I, I feel... don't know what's crazy. What's crazy? Oh, you don't know how true it is, huh? So you're just going to say it anyways, you jackass? Well, I feel like, I mean, Johnny, you remember growing up. I mean, you both remember growing up with the Internet. Don't tell me what I know. Coming from a time. Don't when, project onto my memories. When uh, the, Gaslighting piece when, of shit. When it first happened, the Internet, I remember going on <laughs> forums and stuff, you know? Like in chat well, rooms and stuff, and I was but, talking about but that was always so a better experience than the nonsense I see people just shouting about on Twitter, uh, Twitter and Facebook today. Like that's leagues worse than conversations I would see on message boards and stuff in like right, the late nineties. That's early because 2000s. in the nineties everything was so separated. Still, the internet wasn't like it was such a new thing. You had to carve out your places. Now you just Twitter. You're you're in the same room with everyone. You used to like, let's say you yeah. were really into electrical engineering. You'd go find an electrical engineer's message board with very like-minded right. people. And like, and, and so the social cues of that group would, because why would like, it's hard to troll that group without uh, those kind of groups without at least knowing enough about it to know how to troll them. Yeah. It, you know, it's you're weird right. to do that to a community you actually care about. Yeah, you're right. Like, so, because there you was used some to have like, one uh, Aunt Gladys, and now there's just chat rooms full of Aunt Gladyses, and they all have insane yeah. opinions. What do you mean, about, Aunt Gladys? Like she's just your crazy aunt who thinks she knows how Trump's Christ. Whereas, like there was, a, you know, I now there's and will ruin the party wherever she is. But there used to just be one of those you had to deal with in your life, and it was like ah, whatever, it's just Aunt Gladys. But now you go online, and you might find a, a section of the like the Aunt Gladyses can all get together and come up with insane ideas and. 
You know, right. that's, that's a little more. There's an Aunt Gladys bias. Yeah, and well, and it's it, a problem you know. when it masses up. It hits critical mass, and it actually it actually is something. There's something to be said for like membership, and if you're trying to build an online community, the anonymity anonymity thing is weird with Twitter. You know what it's so similar to it's the anonymity that you get in a mob. When you're in a mob, you're oh, capable of point. much yeah. worse, awful behavior because you know you're not individually responsible. And the right. same even thing if you happens to a guy first. You might not remember it. You might not even remember that. You oh, will yeah, block everyone it went out. nuts yeah. and turned on this guy. Right. No, you stomped his head first, and everyone else thought it was okay to jump in. Oh no, everyone! The mob turned on this guy. I got, exactly. I, just, I was just pulled towards the front. I had to see it. It's like, what? And, no, you were. Well, there's yeah. an escalation that you're just a part of. You're just like one of the steps on that. And the animal you know, comes out in you in the yeah. presence of a group. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm step yeah. C, that, which happens to be the step that crushes this guy's head. And so this is kind of like that on Twitter with the anonymity or even Twitter mobs, which are a real thing, where like these yeah. groups will get together and try to out someone just because they said slightly something wrong, right? Like, get, They're coming for you, Luke. Ruin a life because— They're coming for you. Well, so the the perfect example is the anger expressed during the Covington Catholic school kids whole debacle. I'm not getting into that. No, I'm not either. I'm uh, just no, saying. No, let's have three angry white guys talk about this issue. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, not the issue itself, but like no, it's, the I'm anger not against talking about the issue. Tweets, I'm just you know? I'm just done with everybody having an opinion on that. Like, do do you think Kathy Griffin would would um, um think about Kathy regret Griffin. her <laughs> her her saying? I hated her before everybody hated her. I hated her I, on I, Seinfeld. Yeah, I would just like Since to say Seinfeld. Yeah, I hated I Hate, she I've was playing a hateable years. character, and yeah. it worked. And hate and yeah. anger? You want to feed those Oh, that's right. Her character was all about hate. I forgot about that. So there was something there. Because you remember her whole character was about hating well, on Jerry Seinfeld. that's not fair. Hold on. Now, now, now no, you're blaming he, her current actions for her characters. I, I don't like that. That's how, like, when people... Oh, you turn, wouldn't, you piece of shit. People turn, people <laughs> like turn on a comedian. You piece people of shit. People turn on a stand-up comedian for a bit they do, and it's like, they weren't they weren't going out and beating people in their real life. It's a joke. But people, well, you said it as part of a performance piece, so you must believe it. That, that's not cool. That's yeah, not but cool. I also d- just don't, like, I don't think she's funny. Like, it would be one oh, thing I, if she was funny, but... I, don't, I agree, but that's not what Luke was asking. We can all agree Kathy Griffin isn't that funny. Well, well yeah. Um, in any event. So I guess I was just kind of saying, like, there are many different flavors of anger. Yeah. And it's some not of them are clearly more regrettable. Yeah. And others are quite powerful and righteous. And Well, would you say, like, so that's interesting that you mentioned that, because would you say then that anger is more of a, a spectrum of the human emotion old grid or whatever, and that degrees of that that cause certain types of reactions or certain levels of reaction are just kind of sliding points on that? scale based on what what uh affects you in different ways right i think it's more like layers of an onion and anger is one layer of analysis and if you were to dig into anger and this is what certain meditations do it's saying like look at anger really really look at it feel it directly like for me i notice that anger doesn't arise in my mind first it arises in my chest mm. i feel a tightness in my chest and then my mind you should go to the doctor grips no i just mean like happen. getting annoyed you know like when only your girlfriend's whenever i go upstairs like, won't you come eat dinner with me one of these nights fast. and i'm like you fucking bitch <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> she wants to hang out <laughs> i know right um, uh, we've talked about this in another cast how people like to make fun of you know ancient people for believing in myths and gods and stuff like, do they really believe that crap 
and it certain it's a way of explaining the human nature stuff, like the god of wrath or the exactly. god of mischief yeah. is because these are emotions where it's like, yeah, he was a normal guy, and you know, he just his wife was yelling at him one day, but she always yells at him, and he just snapped and beat her to death with his hands. And what? Just, Who are you just, talking just, about? A certain I'm guy, saying, right? Things like oh. this would happen. Yeah, and be like, yeah, he got possessed, but that happened, you know, to my great uncle, or that happened. There's a story <laughs> of that happening 200 years. Like, there's these through lines that through history that kind of. Like uh, anger is definitely one that is we're stuck and, and with. so on that mm. on that front, right? Um, the the idea that that your subconscious is sort of filled with all these different subcomponents, you could call them like these personality types, these god types. I found this cool quote, and I thought of it based on a quote you told me. I don't remember what episode it was in. Yeah, but you, you said, wouldn't remember. You said, I don't remember the books I've read any more than the meals I've ate, but even so, they have made me. Yeah, Emerson. So that made me think of this quote. Piece of shit. Oh, Ralph Waldo. This is a quote by like Great guy. Ben Waldy. I'm pretty sure he's like a meditation Waldy. teacher, but I forget. He said, beware the stories you read or tell. Suddenly at night, beneath the waters of consciousness, they are altering your world. Well, that doesn't rhyme. And what that made me think it's not is snappy. that snappy, I catchy, I can't remember that. Yeah, there's no, there's no rhythm to it. Angry people tell themselves an angry story all the time if they're always angry, and that is altering their subconscious to the point where they're they're digging themselves deeper and deeper into this problem where they'll they'll never get to alter their view of the well, world. Well, this is the problem. With, be yeah, it's, it's almost as if uh, we've talked about this before as well. It, it's it's an ideology. Right, it's ideologies. The, it's can, the same problem with have their bur- yeah. Fuel it's the same the problem anger, how we see people with ideologies, and it's you're fitting, the, you're molding reality or just what you hear or what you learn or what you see to fit this ideology. And even if information conflicts with that, you figure out, out a way to put in your model or you reject it. Do you know why? And I think anger can be like that too. People who are just angry people or who are angry for whatever reasons they are. I would say the reason why is that anger, like at at the root of anger, is you want to blame the externals and you don't want to question your internals. Well, can I can I be angry at myself though? You can be, but I, I'm I think um, here's the perfect story I, I heard a, a Buddhist teacher say. Is it perfect? It, it's pronounced perfect. I think storm. It, I think it gets to the the actual root of anger, even if. All right, if, Luke's gonna tell the best story ever because he used the word perfect. Let's hear it, asshole. Uh, I said for this specific purpose, you fucking piece of shit. It's pronounced Pacific. Mm, he's right. Um, he's right. That's like the aside. third time I've corrected. You're that. going bald too, by the way. I'm already bald. You, you. Just Good. Like I just you, wanted to hear you. Just say like it. you're already ugly. You've got. You've been there for years. Same as me. Later. Um. So you're running. Uh. You're you're going Piece to work. Of shit. You're approaching the bus stop, right? Um. And why am I running to a bus stop? Let's say you're going to work and you have to take the bus, and you're you're looking across the street. You kind. Oh, of I run- thought you meant I was going for like a morning jog. No, no. You're you're running to catch the bus and. The bus starts pulling away just as you I'm are approaching bus. the bus stop. So, so big. And you feel... Yeah, do I have like a pole for it? Yeah, like a catcher's mitt, like a giant exhaust? catcher's mitt. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to see me uh, freak Jesus out? stops oh, the neck, bus so I can catch it? His neck is twitching. I feel like a good if story. I get angry, it would be more like Andy Bernard on The Office, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm back on board with this story. I didn't realize Jesus was going to stop a bus for me. Go ahead, Luke. Yeah, so, so how long did you talk to Jesus for? The point is, even even if you let go of the thoughts like right away because you're a smart person and you're like, oh, people miss buses all the time. Part of you, Jesus will, doesn't. Part of you for a second will say like, 
that fucking asshole bus driver. I bet he does this all the time. You know, something like that. That piece of shit. So you're talking about like the corrective use of anger. No, I'm talking about the birth of it is that you feel helpless in controlling well, really, and controlling external. Really, and are you, you really angry at the bus? Because I know in that situation, I'm always like, no, you're angry at the bus driver. There was a moment driver. where I was like, no, I you're, should really, you're angry I should at the really, situation. Yeah, it's like, oh, I should really have been out of the house by now. Exactly. The bus yeah. Stop. No, no, that's and then the when I'm running in. Uh, oh no! I'm, but I'm still I'm, angry because I'm pissed. He's. I agree with you, Johnny. I'm pissed off at myself for being a piece of shit right. and not. While preparing. I'm running after the bus, I'm angry at him. But once it's gone and it's over, there's no one. The bus is gone. If it's just me by myself, I have to end up blaming myself because, like, yeah, it was my fault. I think that yeah. that's that a mark of intelligence to be able to do that. I guess that's a that's a next better step. Because, I think that's a further step. Yeah, and then the further the right step direction. is obviously being like. It's gonna be fine. Like you'll just get to work a few minutes late. Like you know what phrase it's not gonna I always say to the, myself the for that? The hamburger you have for lunch. Like it's but still that's what be I'm saying. That's hamburger. corrective anger. Some anger yeah. is just anger. Like there's people that are anger. just chemically unbalanced, where they are just prone to anger. Right, right, right. Even right, something right. that shouldn't make them angry. You know, like the you, you, the cutlery is touching too much while you know while you're putting the dishes away, so they hit you. Like that's not a reasonable form of anger it's just an unbalanced mm. person oh yeah people who get set we're off talking about normal people or like yeah. they're they're sitting there all quiet and then um you know like you do something and they go like that's enough and they just like <laughs> their voice suddenly changes and yeah. you're like oh. yeah the, yeah. the best example like of this decibels. guy is the best example of this is is philip gage the guy who had uh he was a, like a railroad worker and they were laying explosives and a, a oh rodhead off too fast and it shot a steel yeah. rod through his head, like clear through, and he survived. And yeah, but right he had huge rage issues and memory issues after that. And th- that's like the k- first case study, and they still use it to be like, well, clearly, uh, head trauma can affect your emotions. Isn't that so crazy stuff. that head trauma can affect your ability to control something like anger? Well, it makes sense because you are your brain, right? If you if, if you, you believe that, that, then drop it makes my sense. laptop. It, it doesn't run as well, you know. So like yeah, if, exactly, if yeah. somebody commits murder, right? And they're they're otherwise psychologically healthy. You might say about that person, they're evil. How could they have done this? But if someone has a, a horrible head injury during a car accident, and then after that became mm. kind of violent and impulsive, and then did something crazy, you would say they're a victim of that accident. You know, or you or you would at least look yeah. upon them with more sympathy. You would say, uh, you know, terrible what you happened. Know, but sometimes you're the pigeon, sometimes you're the statue. Yeah, you know what sometimes I'm you're a dog. Anonymous, on a fire you know hydrant. that guy. Well, that yeah. is true because if somebody <laughs> dro- drunk drives and hits a car. Full of, like an innocent family driving, you're like, wow, that drunk driver is such a piece of shit. Right. But if for some reason the drunk driver hits a pole and they were driving other drunk people, we think, oh, that's such a tragedy for those other passengers. And it's like, well, they got into the car with the drunk guy too. We might even think that... I mean, it's still bad. We might even think that if he just killed himself, we'll be like, oh, unlucky, man. That was stupid. But if he killed someone else, we'll judge his action harsher, even though it's the same action, you know? Well, yeah, people... That's right. Well, it has different consequences, though, in terms of the actual uh, practical effects, right? So I think that's yeah. that's the reason and, for the and, difference. And your your connection to it affects it too, right? Because yeah, like people. The, well, that, that increases people the degree make, of the reaction for sure. People make like naughty, winky, huh, uh, nudge, nudge type drunk driving references and jokes and comments. It's to a me really all the time. awkward space, like and morally really, in the and, culture. And Joe, yeah. Joe, we don't have to go into it, but like our family's definitely been affected by drunk driving. Uh, 
and so I've always been very like touchy about it, that stuff. And when people like try to make a joke or say that, I'll be like, no. Like, yeah. I just, I have no, I, I, I know that's yeah. hypocritical because I joke about really inappropriate things, but I just, you know, generally I just go, nah, I kind of shut down. I'm like, no, it's not funny. <laughs> well, that's or, a good, or I've people never like try to that one of those. People jokes. have tried to argue with me that they, like, he's like, I drive better a little buzzed. And I'm like, no, you don't. And like, I've, I've <laughs> gotten really angry at somebody because I know I'm right. And they're not only wrong, but they're like, they're being cheeky about something that I think you should take more seriously. And of course, that's every argument about humor. But uh, well, that's a good point. But it really depends yeah. because the the mark of humor is really simple. Does it make you laugh? And like that that's uh, those those that's, jokes generally don't make me laugh. That's, that's always Sonny's kind of guiding principle. Uh, Charlie well, Day then, said yeah. that you know it. Uh, oh something, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it's, uh, comedy is in or whatever's funny is in good taste. You know if it's in good taste if. If it's funny. funny, if it's not yeah. funny, then it's not in good taste. That's why Blazing Saddles was worked. Yeah, because it was funny and it played at the time and it seemed hateful. But, and when we like, say you go funny, back and watch it now, it's like whoa. Yeah, I, I read this. Or if you made that movie, now. I read this, and I said it because Mel Brooks yeah. said he goes, "If you go back, do you regret anything that you ever did in, in your career?" And he's like, "No, no." He goes. Well, maybe Blazing Saddles. It wasn't in good taste. Like, uh, he's comparing it to modern times, but he's like, that could never get made again. No, like, neither could the know. Office. I, feel I was, like. I was, yeah. I was talking to my sister about that just the other day. I was saying how you could not, if you tried to put that on NBC today, it would be canceled by episode five. But don't they have Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat and all those shows? Well, they, this, you couldn't have done those shows. I, I don't know what the ago. content of those shows are, but the Office definitely pushed the boundaries of. You know. Well, and at the time it tread exactly on that line, right? And that's you know how it was able to do it. But I don't know. So, I think it's different today. Yeah, now it just it, it, if you watch what? the show now, at least it seems like an undiagnosed autistic man running an office. Oh, it, it's it's much crazier now. It feels like in some ways, yeah. right? Like Whereas having back stepped then, back from just, it for for a few years. Yeah, he's just doing the like. In some ways, he's a great boss. In a lot of ways, he's a terrible boss. Yeah, like that, kind of a trope of the bad boss. But he really gets that angry. We all roll our eyes at. But yeah, but when you look at it now, you're like, oh, that guy had problems and like wasn't being helped. Actually, he got angry a lot. But actually, he's Michael. A, he's a, he's a good example yeah. of because when you see him get angry, it's so his anger is clearly childish. Well, it's it's so it's so easily to diagnose, and that's why it's so solvable. It's that's almost dog like, you know. It's, 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 like, it's on a much like it's it's layered down. Well, I would say that's exactly right. Yeah. I would say because Michael is kind of that childlike character, his anger is what I was trying to say before. Anger is like an any emotion. It's yeah. an onion, and you can peel away layers. Yeah. At the outer layer of anger is power. You feel powerful, right? If you pull that mm. layer off and say, "Why on did I need this? Why did I need this power?" It's often because of some kind of fear emotion. Well, yeah, it becomes more internal in yeah. terms of the the direction of that emotion. You're right, and, and then, it's usually born out of fear, out of like I feel insecure right, about controlling yeah. what's and happening certain, around me. At a certain point, you, I mean, you look so far in, I guess, that you just kind of have to accept it. Well, that's what spirituality is. I would say, like, is well, good spirituality. I would say that's what in some cultures that's what God is. It's accepting, yeah. uh, you know, the the yeah. the um saying that i think bali is that a country or Great a region guy. there's a saying there that says the two people closest to the gods are children that were just born and old people that are getting ready to die 
and mm. the people farthest from the gods are middle-aged people with mortgages. Do you know what's funny that you say yeah, that? Yeah, that a, makes sense. There's a famous uh, Shakespeare. They don't, they, that, and they're usually the angriest people. Yeah. There's a famous Shakespeare. Uh, well, they're busy. We got stuff to do. I got a mortgage to pay, you piece of shit. Get out of here with your goddamn <laughs> philosophizing. I got to get to work, okay? Yeah, Move your old sack asshole. of shit. Useless bones. You're not making me any money or helping me get home to a goddamn warm dinner, so shut the hell up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get that. Anyways, I go there very cool. Maybe <laughs> hey man, you were, you had that fuel ready to burn. <laughs> yeah, he, he had it. Yeah, it's a lot up. of dry tinder right now up in, <laughs> up, in up in the old noodle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the way Johnny pointed at his noodle was pretty amazing. Anyways, Shakespeare ends this great soliloquy. I think it's in uh, "As You Like It." It's I pronounced uh, "squeegee." And uh, yes, yeah, solo solo squeegee. <laughs> solo squeegee. No, that's what you do in the bathroom. Um, huh. <laughs> I was I wasn't even sure what that could be before I was going to deny it. So what um what is it from? You you're not sure? I think it's as you like it, but it's this great I think it's from the uh 1500s. <laughs> it's this great soliloquy that um it's all about the um I forget what he calls it. I think he calls it the stages of life or something. Um it's that it's that soliloquy that opens everybody knows uh, you've probably heard the first line Johnny it's um yeah all the, all the world is, stage, is but yeah. a stage or whatever and we're merely players like we mm-hmm. have our entrances and come and go but we're following a script that and a we many can't man control. yeah in his time or a man in his time plays many parts that's like the first couple lines and it goes on to then if cat- love cat- be the food of music catalog, all the stages of life and it starts with childhood say if- and it goes through like youth like Play romantic on. youth, you know, like adult who has to, you know, take care of the family and then like the wise old man and then old like age, which uh, ends in what he calls second childhood. And then which is true. Damn. Because you yeah. lose your teeth. So second childhood is after eyesight. old age? Yeah, it's it's old age into second childhood and then oblivion. It's kind of true. Yeah. The other way to say that is you're it's born so in diapers and you die in diapers. Yeah, well, that was his way of saying it. Well, and childhood it's this great, also like, was... beautiful soliloquy, and it just ends in like I oh, yeah, love that shit, man. because yeah. that's clawing at, of... at the deepness of, of of a lot of shit in life, yeah. and and Shakespeare can be artful about yeah. it. In, and like... I think he says that's like the famous line, like sans teeth, sans eyes, and then it says like sans everything, and then it's like oblivion. and then it says sans city, enjoy your beer, <laughs> like share Ooh, and subscribe, good tie in. You know what? You can't get angry. About <laughs> we just that. poured um, <laughs> international Playboy by Sans City. You did. Yeah, right, we did. Joe picked up these cans today, so they're pretty fresh, I assume. Yeah, uh, like, share, and subscribe. I, I wanna, Shout out to I want to just City. keep analyzing anger quotes because uh, we yeah. were talking about, because I feel like we're going in a good direction here. We're talking about external anger versus internal, right? But we kind of well, covered yeah, which the external. Dire- yeah, which direction you um, project your anger. Right, or we you- kind of touched on that, so I feel like I have a good quote. I want you guys to guess what president said this. <laughs> Nixon. Fuck. <laughs> did you look this up already no I, you didn't say anything yet how would i look it up yeah. he meant did you look it up like today oh no okay so it's no, he, joe's must, like i was you must never <laughs> shut up shut up you must never be satisfied with losing you must get angry terribly angry about losing but the mark of the good loser is that he takes his anger out on himself and not his victorious opponents or on his teammates and yeah it really was nixon who said that you know what? I just knew that you would pick a Nixon quote out of well, all the presidents. He, he, yeah, he, I think that's yeah, actually yeah, a cool yeah. quote because it's it's sort of like the Jordan Peterson message of saying, take personal responsibility. It's not nearly as hateful as that. I'm kidding. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're triggering him, Johnny. <laughs> so the, yeah. the, the Jordan Peterson idea that he says is the mark of Christianity is that Christ is the symbol of bearing the cross. 
and and no matter who you can blame in the externals the best thing psychologically to do is to personally accept responsibility and, and that's what nixon's by, saying there right by best though most effective. I, I don't like how he explains things. He adds some morality to it when he. I feel like he'd do better to just explain his viewpoints practically because seems to be where he comes from too. Which is just it's more it's most effective or most useful in preparing for the next time. Like we we all have bad behaviors we try to improve on. Most common, I think, would be gluttony. Like how many Thanksgivings in a row have we all been like, I've eaten too much. I shouldn't do that. But you we don't do that think, all year. You know, yeah, but but also the next Thanksgiving, I don't be like I'm going to eat less this Thanksgiving because I don't want to be uncomfortable for three hours. Instead, I wait till after dinner. I go, oh god, I did it again. But you know that next you year, have to. Year. You know that but, you have to feed that part of your mind once in a while so that it won't control right. you and but take you over. Right. That's not the point I'm making though. But the, just the idea that it's. <laughs> Like I love how everything's just colored slightly angrier at Johnny this <laughs> yeah. time. Johnny's like, yeah, you know, you fucking idiot. That's not what I mean. Well, if Nixon's going to lose. <laughs> fucking idiot. And he's not going to come away from it being angry for anger's sake. If he's going to come away from it being angry at someone, it's going to be to help improve and get it done, you know, do better next. And obviously you can use this motivation for good or evil in Nixon's case. I think we can make assumptions of what he used his motivation yeah, for. Yeah, Nixon's saying it very pragmatically, just like this but is that's a pragmatic I, truth. I, that's how I tend to get angry. At yourself? I get angry at myself and I tend to focus on the mistake I made and me letting it go is being like, all right, like just try like yeah. not swearing. I'm never going to do that again because then when something you mess up, you just get more angry and it's a really bad feedback loop. But just yeah. like be like, all right, I'm going to try to not do that. Or I'm going to try to not be such an idiot or you just go, I'm a fucking idiot. And yeah, but also that way. Also anger at that point. You have to you have to have some write offs of like I'm an idiot write off. Yeah, well, that becomes because otherwise it becomes lingering anger and that's a much yeah. different anger than and that becomes I'm, resentment. I'm, I'm in a moment and I'm reacting or like I'm getting getting angry because something's happening right now and it's very active versus that type of anger where it like lingers and simmers and that you should have more time to reflect upon and realize that that's not that's not helping the situation or that's not leading me it's only maybe leading me to a better outcome by making me realize that I don't like this feeling and to avoid it I have to not do that next time but you can just say that to yourself and, you also and try have to, to really take it seriously that's the, the same ne- effect what, then right you have to know what to not do next time or what to do well, and I sometimes think you don't po- know well that's it's the just point puzzling. of that's the point of that type of anger then maybe is yeah. to keep you vigilantly aware of the fact that like no, if I just say like, oh, I'm going to not do that next time and then just let go of my anger, the next time that that comes up, I, I don't have as negative of an association with it. Whereas if I stay angry... you understand it. Yeah, if I stay angry or longer, I know like, oh, I definitely don't want to feel that way again. The question is, d- is that impactful enough for you to actually not repeat that behavior then and then not have to feel that you know anger or self really or whatever well that yeah. that's a good question right like how do you how do you know what that threshold is for you so i would say because this is actually leading to the like one of the few points i actually had prepared for this whole cast which is it's one more um, than me which is how do you prepare is uh, now this is where it's going to unpopular opinion is going to come out I, I i don't think zero tolerance for like bullying type behavior is doing any 
is doing a benefit to our society. I think it's hurting. Now, I'm not saying uh, you should beat up kids because they look different or they act different or whatever. Or that you should that promote bad behavior. Controlled right, bullying. But, but the idea, that, yeah, the idea that <laughs> zero tolerance, like if somebody's in the playground making up a dumb story or, you know, just you think of child. It Let's think of child levels for now. Well, the question... It, the metaphor scales up, but just think about that. Some kid, you know, telling a fake story or... You know, or, or or something like that, and you just you know you could call bullshit on him, and you could take his, him apart and argue like, no, that's not true. I've been there. They don't have that at that store. You're lying. Like, but I, I just feel like if you if you do that to the point where you embarrass a kid, that gets taken as bullying a lot. Well, the question it's is the same thing in the public sphere. You have to define what you bullying try to push is. Back, well, if you try to push back against wild claims, sometimes you get labeled as harassing or being yeah, hateful right. or bullying Simply because somebody. you're standing your ground firmly in one spot because and not being you're making around. them uncomfortable. And I just think the zero tolerance approach, people never, because like we've all could think back. If you sit there and think about it, you might think I wasn't bullied as a kid or I wasn't a bully as a kid. But chances are you are on one side of that. If you're over a certain age, you were definitely on one side of or, or oh, both. Oh, for sure. You were both bullied and the person right, getting because bullied. it's part of the human experience because you and you start to kind of I think that's where the fear of public speaking comes from you start to learn that before I open my mouth and say some bullshit I got to be ready to be attacked for it and I got to be ready to be feel really bad and ashamed in front of my peers and made to look stupid and silly and ridiculed because sometimes it is deserved a, a lot of time it isn't but just that idea of not allowing like shame in general is totally a legitimate emotion we're kind of just not okay. You can't make anyone. We can't, yeah, I agree. Intentionally that we, or unintentionally, we can't block it out entirely. Yeah, and I think that's where this and really angry discourse on Twitter and the social yeah. media—it's getting taken out somewhere because people don't have no people don't have that training of they take it as if you say something against what they're saying, you're saying it against their the, their very being. Or their, right, their right, very, right. It's like no, I disagree with your idea, ideas. not with you existing. Yeah, yeah they well, can't that's the problem. That other people's ideas yeah. and that people because they haven't had to do it with themselves yet. Well, you see that yeah. a lot on social media too, where the attacks aren't necessarily about the arguments. They're about they're at the people. They're directed at the people saying them. So the problem with that is that oftentimes the reason why that happens is because there's not much substance to the argument itself, right? Whereas if you were to right. attack the argument, it's like, well, it's going to fall apart because then you'll attack my actual argument, and that will fall apart because neither of us actually read this article that we're yelling at each other about on Facebook. We just saw the headline, right. posted it, and now we're arguing about some, you know, so socioeconomic even if you, bullshit even if you read it, that neither mean, of us know about. Yeah, even if you read it, it doesn't mean you understood it or you're uh, That's a great point, yeah. That, that Or that the article is even based in fact at all. All you know? The fact that, Johnny, this is basically what you just described is what I teach for freshman composition at college is... Right. It should be... It's, it's I huge. feel like it's something we just learned as tribal people like but but not, we have to have classes anybody. now I mean, humans we used but we to have to have classes of... now for it because it's not it's not a skill that's it i think you're right it's it's been taken for granted and i like so many students when we do the, the this level of argument like when we start research writing for example they legitimately think that the assignment is to find articles that agree with their opinion and find studies that agree with their opinion and they're like shocked that's how when, the when I'm like, media works. when I'm like, well, that's like a C minus maybe because you did like the work, which would be satisfactory by going through the motions, but you did a poor job at it. And they're like, what? Like, why don't I get an A? And I'm like, you're not even close to an A. 
Like you need, you need to really dig into these studies and and even ask, well, what what does this actually mean? And I feel like part of that too is if you, I mean, it's easier, a little easier on you because you're at the college level. But yeah. you look at teachers, middle school, high school, like they they can't, you can't turn around to a kid anymore and tell them to stop acting like a fucking idiot. Or I'm not saying you should be able to hit kids in school, well, but you know what's funny about able, that? You used to be able to like. You know, at least shame their effort level. Well, like, if so not many their of intelligence, my, yeah, like, you so, used to be able to be like, "You really think that this is funny? Does everyone think this kid is funny for ruining everybody's time?" Like, yeah, you you can't you can't. It's like bullying and harassment. Well, and, so many of my know, students teachers will sue from other countries. They, they that's still their school experience. They come to yeah. they come to American college and they're they're so respectful because they're like like they tell. I have students who. Took my class. It's refreshing now, to see four or five years ago. I had ago. a student bow yeah, to and me, the, and they still, yeah, they still. I have this one student. I talk to him all like all the time. Like we we email and stuff, and because he's he's just really smart dude, and um, he's still in all correspondences. Like I've you know hung out with him before. Like he still calls me professor. He refuses to not, and I tell him all the time. I'm like, dude, you're like you graduated, and you're like, like it's cool, and he's like, no, no, yeah, you don't you, understand. You call like, me Joe, and he's this like, is how I do things, and he's like, he's like, no, he's like, you're my professor, like I, he's like, and it's funny because otherwise it's totally you know chill, but he's just like, nope, he's like, we would, he's like, you know, my my parents raised me like this way from you know their culture. I'm like, oh, that's you're right, it is refreshing. It's kind of like, okay, that's that's cool because that forces. I feel like that structure in in part. It reinforces like a system, right? And, and, and if you're part of that system, America. you have to listen to the, what the teacher has to say. Then, which ideally is something useful. If the system is is right. not corrupt and right. working properly, and whereas you're right today, it's like American schools. Like I've observed in American schools before, and that's the reason why I don't teach high school because what I saw in in American high school classrooms is just chaos. It's just utter chaos. It's just I was trying, telling it's um, Lord of the Flies. Me and my girlfriend were having it's lunch crazy. today. And uh, somebody dropped a chair and it tipped over. And I was telling her what we said in our lunchroom if somebody dropped a chair. Can you say it, Johnny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell the story because I'll tell it better than you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a story. That was my story. I'm just. No, I'm, no. Watch. This is how you. T- I'm saying this is to how Joe's you point. Like, <laughs> Yanka freaked out that we yelled. An obscenity well, hold on. Don't as just like ask a, me to tell you it and then just steamroll <laughs> over. I just wanted it. you like, to say the one me, word that no, I asked Johnny, you to say. No, Johnny, I'm not say here to be your beep machine. I'll, I'll paint a picture for the people. Yeah, it's Johnny, theater of the mind. A picture. I want This hear is it. an audio media. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> so you have no story. <laughs> what were we talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, we had a lunchroom. Was we had one lunchroom for the school. It was a small school. Oh, that's cool. Fit. That's an you interesting could fit about detail. a third of the school. <laughs> Luke, I'm, I'm putting them in the place, describing. No, you're, the space. you're giving useless details like Luke. <laughs> you're I? giving numbers. Whenever you start saying numbers, you've gone to to Luke. No, there's it no was ju- So there were two lunchrooms. This is how you tell a story. Oh my god! It was shut Thursday up. afternoon. <laughs> we were sitting around our normal table sharing ham sandwiches. I was selling no, mine. That's for- too much. No one cares about. No, but that's a story. Shut up, you I writer. Which are you interested? Hear me out. Johnny hawking ham sandwiches at lunch or numbers. Of- Let me finish my goddamn sentence, and it makes sense why I started with numbers. Okay? Yes, they deserve to eat lunch, and I hope holy they eat shit. the fried cheese. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's the I, best reason I was saying I mean. about a third of the school could fit in there at any given time. So let you know what was said when uh, what happened. Everyone in the school knew because it could happen at any lunch period. Enough of the school was there observing it at any time. It was a school wide phenomena. I was setting that up in the subtext. You pieces of shit. Oh, I didn't Anyways. hear any of that. My headphone fell out for the last 30 seconds. So, loud open cafeteria. Someone knocks over a garbage can or knocks a chair chair over on that hard linoleum floor it would make a loud clang 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 and and echo throughout the space and there would be that momentary hush because you didn't know if it was a fight or whatever that's just the human response oh what was that and it would start as like a low hum and you would just hear the whole room collectively say this word as in rising pitch they go dick and it was the word dick but they would call you a dick for doing it. But we would and do it, it as like, a mom. Even teachers would laugh. And it was the most fun was a new teacher on lunch duty the first time it happened. They're like, this oh my God, I'm around, face, I'm like, surrounded by monkeys. But yeah, but these the, kids can't say this word, but I have no control in this situation. Right, because you, you can't, can't punish everybody. Yeah, and you can't just arrest one to make yeah. an example. That's the first brilliant observation yeah. of like a, a young adult kid is to know that like, hey, we can't be punished as a group yeah. of like hundreds of kids. But that's what it was really about. It was really us reminding them that at any moment, moment we could turn and eat them. Yeah. Like they have all the power. <laughs> literally, like, literally, yeah, if we, we wanted to just, eat them, we, we could. We could tear them apart, bar the doors and just eat them. But that was to your point, Joe, that like different cultures, I was telling my girlfriend about this yelling dick when a chair falls thing. And she was like, we're going to clip that. She was like, yeah, um, you would be expelled from a school in Turkey if you did that. Like all the students. Yeah. They would just say you're all you're all out. But that's going to close the school down, headmaster. Fine. I'd rather die with honor. Yeah. It's more like that. Yeah, the principal's like, yeah, that's not worth the state funds we're going to lose. The fact that she could say that so confidently (laughs) means everybody in that Turkish cafeteria would know that. Yeah. So no one person would do it. Exactly. Not the whole group. Well, no, somebody would, but when it happens, it does get shut down. Well, that's where... Because people are still monkeys, and eventually some kid's going to be like, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Some kid's going to be a little nihilistic and say, let me just take the risk. Yeah, Turkish Jimmy's gone. Holy shit. I got to talk about this beer, guys. It's amazing. Captain Boots. It's an imperial brown ale with... Oh, my gosh. It's got... Musk muscovado sugar coffee and cinnamon. Ooh. It was really good. Also, you for me some of that? Cerveceria, Captain Boots. And it's got a picture of a little. Can you bring that up with boots. you? Uh, if there's any left, I'm probably going to drink this all. Oh man, this is a really good beer. Yeah, I mean, don't uh, bring up an open can with you. So yeah, Johnny Genie is going to be joining us in our northern studio uh, next week or week after. I think. Uh, soon, a couple of weeks. Yeah, We're do very a, excited. Uh, cast, yeah. In studio yeah. cast, the whole yeah, let's get weird. Share. We're gonna get I'll weird. Bring some rare beers. We yeah. get after it. I'll, I'll Uber home uh, so we can get properly. Yeah, weird. nobody cares about your car. Oh my god! <laughs> nobody cares how you get to in here. But Do we I all care about it? the one lunchroom story. I love how it wide, had to be one lunchroom. I love how wide that you Johnny brought up when he's angry. I tried to save that story. Is that the one you meant, Luke? <laughs> Um, no, no, it was the the point I was making connecting to Joe's point. Um, you got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I lost my good, train of good thought. Good attempt. That was a good attempt. All right. Here's a quote by a Buddhist teacher. That, oh, nobody cares. Yeah. No, you ready for it? <laughs> What's his name? It's um, this guy, Joseph Goldstein. Doesn't somebody, sound somebody like asked, a Buddhist name, but okay. He's a, he's a Westerner who went, he's the guy who basically brought Buddhism pretty to, racist, to, to the United States. Somebody asked oh. him, like, do you find yourself getting angry? Like, you, you're a fucking, like, professional meditator, like, for, 
you know, 50 years. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what's what is that your day to day life? Yeah. You know? And he said, it's rare that I lose my temper at this point. By the way, rare doesn't mean never, right? What's the deal with all this self-composure? It's rare that I lose my temper at this point, but it's not rare that different emotions are going to come up. Moods come and go. Mm. And it's, That's it's, very meditative to it's say. The, yeah. key, the key element to um, mindfulness or, or the general world of meditation, which is that yeah. the moods have a loose grip on you. Yeah, and I don't think it's everything that we've been talking about, like... It's not as if we're saying that the the key is to eliminate anger because I think I was having a conversation with somebody recently about it's the same thing with sadness. Like I feel as if sadness gets stigmatized almost because depression is so bad. Depression is such a, a like a bad result of certain types of sadness and certain types of I guess tox- toxic sadness, but sadness is also a very real valid normal healthy emotion of course you know when a family member dies you're very sad and yeah, that's, you just that's okay that's part of the grieving phase process of that that's not good for you right what if you skip if somebody sadness, dies yeah. and you just like medicate through the sadness phase, no that's that's my you that's my point yeah it's quite as fully. Yeah, yeah so it's not about eliminating these emotions but it's about it's about them being for healthy reasons right like mm. you wouldn't eliminate sadness for that reason so i feel as if Anger, in some ways, must be similar, right? As you say, the meditative, yeah. you know, meditation Buddhist monks, like they still feel it, but they feel it for what it's worth. Like that quote, and you know what it they comes say? and goes. Like they say, the it has emotions. a half life that is mm. quite short. And what happens with which it anger, probably should be, yeah. And next time you're feeling anger, angry, I, I try, I try to do this. And one of the hila- one of the hilarious things is like when you meditate a lot. I've been meditating um, on this new Sam Harris app that came out. You would. And so I, I think I'm going to try to write like some kind of blog post. I'm <laughs> I'm hitting 30 days tomorrow. I didn't no, that's do... definitely a great idea. People want to hear about you sitting there not doing anything. It's definitely riveting reading that the masses need. That's Please exactly what an angry idiot would say. No, um, I don't like all the mindfulness thing. <laughs> mindfulness thing. Can I push back? <laughs> Unpopular opinion, Johnny. Is if you've got something, I'm happy to argue it. it it's too. It's too shit. too self aware to the point where I can't enjoy it. Like, do you really think <laughs> a porn star can just enjoy sex the same way someone who doesn't have a professional take? It would on depend it? on the person. Like, like if you're a porn, like a really good professional. That's porn not true. Star, you could you say have, the same thing about on. chefs. Like, can a really good chef enjoy, enjoy cooking, cooking at home? Cooking at home for his family? Yeah, I know. I know a chef who does that. They they might enjoy cooking at home, but can they really enjoy a meal as easily as the average person? Like, I mean, even a good meal, if they're gonna they're gonna see all. So the what what is your parallel in the mindfulness thing? Then I lost the thread. I, of I the think metaphor. the average person is a is, piece well, of shit. I was though, doing it about dicks, but you guys had to go with food. Uh, but no, like, it, it's just the idea that if you. If I'm too aware of the processes, it's going to take me out of the... It's like a director... How about this? A director (laughs) watching a movie. To them, it's a lot harder to suspend that disbelief because they've done it. They know... You know, they've shaped it. They know, like, that the... Oh, wow, they did that shot by having the camera on a crane or, oh, that was a cool... But what does that have to do with mindfulness? I'm saying it takes them out of a movie. Like, are you saying that of, it, like, it kind of breaks the the uh, ability to be happy because you are aware that it's not, all not, an illusion? Not be happy. I think it 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 removes you a level of of ex- truly experiencing and living in the moment um, by by training yourself to be so aware of the moment happening. I don't agree it's with that, that at all. Uh, it's that, okay, well, I, I, I see I what you're. I think I see what yeah, you're I saying. I'm a Buddhist. I am. No, because I would be like an astrophysicist making a new discovery, and you're like, 
oh, clearly, <laughs> clearly they're, not, they're like this is just like not that exciting. It, like I don't. I think if anything, their excitement might be greater because they understand how how difficult it was to get there. Yeah, than the average I, I would say no, that's no. a great that's comparison, uh, Johnny. That is what you're saying. What, what I can tell you is that like. Since I was 25, I, I found out about the world of meditation, and I've been in and out of it. I've gone as, as long as three months without doing it once, and I've gone 30 days doing it every day. This, this most We're talking recent about one, meditation, right? Yeah. Okay. This most recent one where I'm <laughs> trying to like um, take some notes about the, the new Sam Harris app because like, it's a totally kind of different approach. Um, I, I didn't do it every day. I missed a few days for various reasons. Yeah. but mm-hmm. um, No one cares. Yeah. The point is when you start doing meditation a lot, what you notice is the basic shit in life you're more present for. Like if you're just sitting on the couch, you're more present. You're like, I have a home. I ate a meal. And like you you're more you have more gratitude for the basic things. I, I feel more present when I'm generally meditating. Right. And that's as per my astrophysics example. I think yeah. Because you understand the elements of it and you understand yeah. how how amazing that is or how unique that is or spectacular or however you want to phrase it or characterize it. I realize that everything is just this arising in consciousness and it could go in so many awful ways. And I I imagined how many people that that day would, would love to be me. Would love to be simple, poor me with barely any money but healthy. You know, there's I know, plenty that of I know at least one person who would. That's a great way to, to magnify gratitude in your mind. <laughs> I agree with Johnny. I can think of at least two people now. Well, Johnny, <laughs> this is an experiment I use. For you, it's a little harder because nobody would want to imagine being you, obviously. Like, that's it? That's all you got? Where's the personal <laughs> yeah, Look, there's thing? no follow-up. Like, you just end you gotta, there. You got you to, yeah, put I, your own stamp <laughs> on, on it's the like, It's like I, I put the volley up in the volleyball game and nobody yeah. slammed it down. Yeah. All right, you're but, bald, no, motherfucker. I, 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 would, I, would, I would legitimately disagree with you, though. You know, I... Yeah, I don't see you're how. Too, but. You're, too, you're too aware of, of it. It's but then the alternative is lying to yourself. No, I see what you're saying, Johnny. No, you're basically I'm just, saying I'm, you're basically I'm, I'm, saying like you can get lost in the wonder. Of are you saying heuristics? Not, basically, not Johnny? fully understanding them, right? Like that's like you say, like if if I work in special effects at like an amusement. No, park, I mean like and I, I go on that some, ride. It's not. I do amaze some me. meditative practices. Like I try to center myself, and I try to uh, like. I think you're least, just shit at meditating. No, I, I just don't enjoy it that much. But you piece of shit. Uh, I, I find it makes me too contemplative too. I want to. I want to enjoy the moment. You know, I don't want to constantly be analyzing how I'm how I'm perceiving the moment. And I mean, I you don't like have I, to do that's that. That's not if what I meditation spend, is, though. Yeah, you don't have to do that. No, no, I'm not saying meditation is that. I'm saying when you do meditate a lot, it does hone those skills and that mindfulness. You're aware in your own mind. Yeah, it's good in some ways, but. So like, it's uh, not medi- necessarily the best thing, or it's great for everybody. Like it, I think it just—it's the, t- the same thing. Like if you know, if you're listening to a, a symphony for the first time, and you're just really paying attention and leaning in and experiencing, isn't that different than you know, like reading the sheet music along? Like it takes you out of the experience, even though you're getting more out of it, information-wise and like technically. So but it's taking you out of the designed experience. Yeah, but that's different than understanding it. Reading no, sheet no, music I, is doing something different. Yeah, reading sheet no, music while listening. A level of participation and. Like uh, 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 yeah, but I don't think pre, that's a, I don't think that's a parallel to, to meditation and mindfulness. Let me give I think two that's definitions. Different here. things that you're saying. The Tibetan word for meditation, which are good, they're, they're good words. The Tibetan word that we call meditation more literally translates as familiarization. Meditation is familiarization. I, I actually like that because I feel like that makes much more sense. And to then normal mindfulness people, right? 
comes from a Pali word, and that translates as remembering. So Yeah, because mindfulness as a word doesn't really mean much. If you ask the average person on the street, like the average American, how do you define mindfulness? They, they'd probably say hippie. I ask my students that all the time. Yeah. I get so many different definitions. Means. Yeah, they, like remembrance they know. Like if you ask somebody what remembrance means, they, they can give you... Not an, remembering, just like the quality yeah, yeah. of remembering. Yeah, they can give you a definition and examples. But mindfulness, I feel like a lot of average people probably don't have a definition for the the most the the common definition i've heard is somebody would be like oh are you mindful of how much um you're drinking right now for example like it means awareness right right but But, i think it it just means have you approached it from all separate angles it's not just the reactionary yeah i've only had two beers today right yeah but have you had Two beers every day by this time of the day for the and last eight beers, and you're going to drive home now. It, right, it, you're, you're not mindful of the actual question. And were they ten percent stout? <laughs> yeah, you weren't yeah. mindful of of the spirit of the question. Right? I actually heard a great beer scam. Someone was telling me that he used to work at a beer store, and <laughs> okay, it was one of those build your own six pack areas, but it had a sign that said only beers in the six choose your own six pack cooler. So he went to the display, took twelve Bourbon County. Uh, stouts or whatever bourbon, yeah, bourbon counties, uh, and put them in two six packs and bought two nine ninety nine. And he got away with it. Like got away with it. each bottle should be like ten dollars. Yeah, that means I that the that guy funny. working had no idea about beer and didn't. Well, like, it, it was like it was like a, a Whole Foods or something. They oh, don't know nice. the they don't real know what the rare beer is. It's That's some nineteen yeah. year old checkout person. They're like, I scan the six pack. It's a build your own. like the barcode's yeah. on the six pack. You just scan that. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, he got. Like a lot of money. I went to a place a, f- a couple of months ago angry. that they had a make. It, well, they didn't have make your own six pack, but the normal place I go to does. So I just went there and like, I I saw that they just had beers on their shelf, and I just t- took a bunch and like put them together. And then I went to, and they had signs everywhere that they said like do not mix beers, and they had all the other ones already connected. And I took it up to the counter and he looked at it and he like panicked. You could see it in his eye eyes and he said to me, "Where did you get that?" And I just looked at him and I said. The shelf over there, From and then the he beers. he said, "Just give me a second. And he went over and like was looking around, and then he saw that there were just some beers out. Like so, somebody had clearly made their own six packs, and he didn't catch it earlier. And he didn't catch it, or there was did some, he let you get away? There was with another it? cashier there, and he came back, and he was just like, oh, okay. So you could tell like I wasn't supposed to, but, but he uh, wasn't going to deny you at that point. Yeah, because then I would have been like, oh, now it's on. You know, can like, I? Can I? Now you, you got angry, yeah. Joe. <laughs> you got me can going. Luke, I was totally kidding. I'm all into meditation and mindfulness. I've, I, I just wanted to. I was really trying to get you to ha- to get angry so I could point out you're a hypocrite <laughs> by your so, reaction. But for some reason, shit. you were smart enough that when we started talking about like actual <laughs> meditative practices, you became reasonable and you kind of corked the the uncorked rage we've all been trying to fuel for the cast. Yeah, so you didn't fall for my trick. Like, well, I'll let you know. I actually am pro meditation. I do. That's good to know. You did a good job at playing devil's advocate. Although a few times, I, I we were me and Joe were very good at being like. So where does it come back to mindfulness, though? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I um, feel like it, I feel like someone that trains w- getting slippery agreed with me would agree with me. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. If yeah. somebody well, were you're, bound you're, to want to agree with you, they would have. Um, well, you're representing. You're definitely representing a viewpoint for sure. I, I just I think, think it's yeah. I was trying. It's on, it, yeah. It's on slightly different terms. It's an interesting viewpoint, and it's one worth. I I think it's one worth discussing, and that's the problem again. Going back way back to when we were talking about social media, like there's no room for discussion. It's all just about how do I berate my ideology 
into others, and th- this is just known fact. And I, I'm I would, assuming that it's known fact, and everything else is either fake or lying or wrong. I would say that the people and there's that no, feel there's no that room, there's no room to grow or change. Like changing is a bad thing. I would say the people that feel media, that and that's bad. They they feel that as a compensation because they feel so insecure in other parts of their life that they need something to feel so tightly grasped grasped agree, yeah. to, and yeah. like. The whole point of anger, the whole, um, not the point of anger, but the whole um, solution out of anger is learning to let go of it. Well, again, I think I think a solution when you should. Well, the whole solution to toxic anger, to like anger to the point where it starts to negatively affect you because and, and others around you. Because, like we said, there's valid, there's certainly valid react like reactions where it's you think, all right, anger may may be okay here, right? Like as long as it's let's, not. Let's even use a better word, useful. I think usefulness is what it comes down to. Yeah. I think Johnny, you've definitely you re, uh, remember the Ron Chernow Washington biography. Uh, yeah, it's my favorite autobiography. It's amazing. Uh, biography. And he, he talks all the time about how George Washington, one of his greatest traits, was the fact that he rarely got angry. He was always very kind of reserved <laughs> and and stern and direct. Yeah. But people knew when he got angry, it would look Oh, he got angry a lot, but it was never in like the professional domain. It was always at like his slaves and servants and shit. He would do a thing where when when tension started to rise, he would never get angry. So like if, if well, he, he was yeah, asking he was able to, to keep be, cool. Like he would ask somebody something or to aid something or to two military people, like, Well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? And then they would start getting all heated. And they might even attack Washington personally with, Well, you're being a coward about it, but and he'd just go, Mm-hmm. Right. And right. and let them get all worked up until they got right. calmed down in the it, yep. and then they until eventually they'd be like, Well, what do you actually think? He'd be like, Oh, well now that you're calm, I'll give yeah. my opinion. That's right. a skill that I've actually learned in relationships is when it's someone so gets really useful, angry yeah. at you, but just Chernow's let them theory, talk. He yeah. mentions in it, he thinks a big reason, or he's, he doesn't think, but he's, he supposes a reason, might be because of his insecurity about his teeth. When he argue and get excited, <laughs> they might, his dentures would pop out. So if he stayed real, no, seriously, if he stayed real... It's amazing. If, was, if like his deep motivations wasn't like, how do I be a better dude, person, that, but yeah, like my fucking teeth are going to fall out. How do I honorably lead this new country <laughs> without to Without my victory. teeth falling out. Not right without, yeah. yeah, without looking like an old toothless lady, of course. And, and without it, talking like that, that lady from the new Star Wars movie. A lot of great... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to find the force in your shelf, Luke. <laughs> It's so hard. I remember, Johnny, I remember when you told told Luke that Princess Leia had dentures. Luke just broke. (laughs) The rebellion. I re-saw the the whole movie in my mind, Uh, like, without the the dentures and, like... Have you rewatched it since then? (laughs) I hate them. You fucking fake. Do you have teeth or do you not have teeth? My grandma used to do that to freak us out. Do you remember that, Johnny? We used to be like, Nanny, Nanny, do the teeth. Do the fake teeth. And she would pop them out and chatter them. And we'd be like, ah! And oh run away. Yeah. But Luke, like it's on skeleton. Netflix right now. Yeah. You should watch it because yeah. the resistance will live on. <laughs> it's it's like so was, good. I and like, it's like, oh, if you, you crit- sound like toothless Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what the act, the, the, what the performance reminded me. So, of. for example, yeah. in that bit, kind of situation, bit. I Listen, can. Listen, Miss Money Pusher, <laughs> you must use the force <laughs> with a horse radish. That's just him normal. When I want to ridicule a situation like that, I feel like mentally I let my anger off the leash and give it like 50 more feet of like room. And I can come up with funnier jokes by being more mean to people. Mm. Oh, that's what the podcast is for, for me. 
<laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's a great point, and I think that's that's how comedy and anger work so well together. But mindfulness is knowing that I have a leash on it. Yeah. Not letting it go and being like, well, that's go like kill. How, how many great uh, comedy or stand up routines have you seen where the the comedian gets angry, the crowd loves it, and part of that whole premise is that the crowd knows that the comedian's not really angry. Yeah, it, why is all real for, anger for like Louis so like, terrifying? That's his... Like, you know, when someone's like having a real angry moment and you're just you're not on that level and you just you're staring down at your own pant leg angry <laughs> versus fake anger is hilarious. Why, why what is that? What's I that think about? I think that, that like a, I think that's what thing? I just said. Well, that's, that's what I, I mean. It's the, mimicking yeah, something I said that's better, very though. real for Answer us. My question. Like we can all we we all, this is all a part of us. You can't get rid of anger. You can and only I, deal with it. I think it's it's funny <laughs> when maybe you when you can it. show that you are wiser than the anger, but giving yeah. into it in just yeah. the right way. It's it's hard it's hard to <laughs> avoid anger altogether. So I think and it's I'm sure it's possible and and plenty of people maybe have figured that out. But I think almost as useful is like you say is learning to re learning. To play handle with it. it. Play yeah. with it. Well, learning to handle it. Learning when to not give it that leash, like you say, right? Me and my girlfriend have come to a very like funny um, agreement about anger, which is if we're feeling kind of annoyed at the other person, yeah. we're allowed to say something really nasty and like a playful, like a cat, like hitting you on the face. That's not bad. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be like trying to like cook something, and she's trying to cook something. And we both have to go somewhere, and I'll be like, "Get out of the way, you piece of shit!" You know, <laughs> like, and it's like a cat just going and be like, "Meow." Yeah, like, yeah. You're like, how, oh, like if cat. you need to do laundry, but she did laundry, but she hasn't moved it to the dryer yet. <laughs> is is this what's like, happening right? You can look you? at her in the eye and be like, "You know, your parents don't love you, right?" <laughs> is that what you mean, Luke? Yeah, I mean exactly. Like you, you try and tear them down at their base, not at the at the top yeah. levels, you know. Or or like you know, <laughs> they're vacuuming. Cry. They're vacuuming, and they like they, they give you that look like, can you please move your feet while I try to vacuum? And then you just look at them and go, you never, you know, you're never, you'll never be enough, right? <laughs> For yourself, I mean. No matter what you try, you will always not be It'll enough. It'll never be enough. <laughs> is that what you mean? Yeah, I and mean, like, you need to tell days? people the way it is. That's the truth. I was going to say one more thing about anger, which is it makes you want to say the truth, um, but... Well, you know, I should, I just shouldn't fall for it. The last three times Luke has won the hang-up game, as he says, I just want to say one more thing, which he says all the time because he's an idiot, even though he has a dozen more things to say. Uh, but he always goes, oh, I got one more thing, and then very ham-handedly tries to hang up. And I know on his end, he's like, yeah, we got him so much, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I should have seen it coming. I knew, I knew it was coming. Uh, as soon as he brought the girlfriend thing up. I knew he was out of stuff to talk about. Because, come on, you guys listen to the cast, you know. But thanks for listening. If you like this combative stuff, I kind of liked it too. It was kind of fun to be mean to two of my really good friends. Mostly because I know we're kidding. I uh, hope you guys did too. Unless that ruins it for you. In which case, we hate each other. Uh, but let us know if we should do more angry stuff. And uh, I'm going to get these, these suckers back next time. Yeah, they, they got it coming. They don't even know. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. That was too easy. He's pissed. Is he? Oh, he lost the. Did hang- you hear him last hang up game? He lost. He the- was like, no. <laughs> oh, I oh he that, lost- that episode. What time is it? Well, he lost that episode. Actually, just put auto posted twenty Vi- minutes ago. Vikings. The Vikings episode. Nice. Um, That's a great episode. So I was just editing it. that yeah, together to that. today, and I was That's like, a funny one.
whenever we hang up, we don't know what Johnny is saying right he's, now. He's upset right now because he he lo- not only did he lose again, you think he's which, angry? He, which he always does, but he lost the anger episode hang-up game. So he's raging right now. Um, I feel it, pretty but good. But in the Vikings one, we also won. Of course we did. Like the true Vikings that we are. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny had some pathetic ending where he was yeah, just of like, he did. oh, I guess they, and he kind of just trailed off. I was like, all right, I guess that's, that's Johnny's take. Yeah. Well, we'll give him some some freebies coming up. You know, he you got to give a dog. So a we dog. won two in a row. Yeah. But the last two episodes, um, like the the Brewer episodes, like yeah, uh, there wasn't really any hang up vibe going on. Oh, okay. I didn't listen to those. So Johnny, I, I wasn't Johnny them, was so by himself care. for one of them, and then I skyped in. I think I lost that one. But <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, but I gave it to him. You know. Oh, okay. So this one. This checks out. We win. We win again. Um, yeah. We are winners, you losers. Anything Speaking else about anger ang- that you can Speaking think of? Speaking someone who gets angry, Donald J. Trump. Yeah. And and insecurities, right? I mean, that's a good case study. So I like the layer angle to anger. I think anger I is actually fear. If if you were to... It's, it's fear of difference uh, in different forms, but I think it comes back to fear. Yeah. Like, think, insecurity is a fear in its own way, That's right? what I mean. Yeah, Like, I fear is that. a big category of many different exactly, sub-emotions. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, um, anger is, a, is a, a delusion, and it's 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 almost like uh, when the, the drug of anger gets pumped into your consciousness, yeah. you are going to see the world through a diluted viewpoint, and you are going to highlight the faults in other people, and you will unhighlight the uh, positive attributes. Right, yeah. And if any of those faults have a cross-check analysis with what right. went it, wrong, it, you will say that caused it's just that. A, it's just a switch, and then that person is is that thing that you've decided. It's so weird how there's no room for nuance anymore. There's no, there's such like shrinking ability to be able to accept the fact that hey, most people who you think are great have done some really shitty things. And that's okay. And a lot of people who you think are really shitty have probably done some well, okay things. The mark maybe. of a very simple mind is that you start dividing the world into good people and bad people. Because well, it, it's, it gets scary. That's just too. not how it works. It, it's like what's scary is that I feel like more and more it's dividing people into good people and bad people, but by group, by identity, right? So it's like not only are you bad people, but you're bad people of this certain type. Or you can be an ally. Well, you can be lots of things. But, I mean, yeah, it's true that people are, are binding you more to your group identity, whether that's race or well, religion, ide- yeah, it's- and less to your belief identity. Yeah. I think we should be grouped by our belief identity. I want to be grouped into the oh, identity I, I like of that, yeah. admitting that ever since the French Revolution, we've been struggling to find a balance between individual freedom and equality, and those are, on some level— there are two forces that have tension between each other, and mm. all the political turmoil that's happened since then has been how do we find a balance between everyone having an equal outcome and people having individual freedom? And they they somewhat contradict, so we have to like yeah. There's a tension between those two, and like if you see the world from that zoomed out place, you don't get angry at the political whatever shit happened, whether that's the Covington Catholic thing or whatever is happening on TV that day, yeah. you see it as like a bigger well, picture. Well, that's what bothered me about the, the the Covington Catholic thing was the fact that uh, everybody had an opinion and everybody was furious. And it, it to me, that's just and like... And the anger wasn't about that issue. The anger was about their... The anger was about a lot of things beyond that, that 
it was a fuel that that individual people have been burning in their consciousness for a long time yeah and here's the thing about anger it's a fuel that makes you feel powerful but it's like you know when you're in your car and you're behind one of those like dump trucks or something and you're at a red light you're like jesus look at that truck and then the light turns green and the truck starts to go and it accelerates so slowly, and the amount of black that comes out of that truck, <laughs> yeah. that's the burning anger, anger yeah. you know? Yeah. When you burn anger, all that, that is, blackness yeah. is the destruction you leave behind you as yeah. you accomplish what you want to do. Yeah. So it can fuel you, it can fuel you to do what you want to do, but it fucking right. destroys but things on the way. Yeah, it's a destructive force in that sense. So I, if you're going to burn anger, you better be mindful yeah. about what you're doing. So one last thing I want to say about anger is that I, I think this is my advice, and it's I, I don't know what it's worth, but it's just kind of what I feel like I've noticed works for me. Like you were saying, meditation has really worked for you in a lot of ways. I find that, as I was just saying earlier, that the fact that everybody – it's like I'm okay with everybody thinking that they have a right to an opinion because I think that's important to have opinions and to share them. I think that's vital. But my issue is, is now with social media that everybody thinks they have an – they have – just as valid an opinion on everything as everyone else. And I think that's a problem because it's impossible to be informed to the degree that you should be to be arguing whether or not something should be done differently with people. Exactly. Johnny's calling us back. What do we Um, do? Let's end the podcast. Okay. Like, share, uh, and subscribe. Wait a second here. Um, End the podcast. You can pick up. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This has been the podcast on anger. And we'll see you uh, hopefully. We'll see you next time. We're not angry at you if you don't download this. Yeah, hopefully uh, on Patreon we'll see you. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Bye.